As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Breaking news from The Athletic. Hey everybody, this headline podcast is presented by BetMGM, the king of sports books. This is Scott Burnside along with Rick Carpinello, our fine New York Rangers beat writer in New York. And Rick, uh, so much for your summer, right? Every day seems like something crazy happening with the New York Rangers. And as we chat on this Monday, a new head coach for the New York Rangers, Gerard Gallant, uh, confirmed by a number of sources, including our Pierre Lebrun and yourself, uh, will take over as head coach uh, next fall. Listen, I'm not sure that it's a huge surprise, but it, it it seemed like it was taking a little bit of time for new GM Chris Drury to come to a decision. What's your take on the timing of all of this with Gerard Gallant being named head coach? Yeah, you know, I was just working on a, on a story today, and I, and I actually was texting with Drury earlier today, and he didn't give a hint of this. Uh, uh, but, that's, but that's him. I mean, he's, he's as secretive as they come. He, you know, he's never really given you much info as a player or an assistant GM. And, and uh, I don't expect him to change any now. Um, but, you know, the story that I was working on here was what's holding it up. And, and apparently the belief was the holdup was, was Rod Brindamore. Um, people that I spoke to this morning and this afternoon thought that uh, it would be Gallant if it's not, if it Brindamore angle doesn't uh, play out. And the Brindamore angle was that, you know, that I had heard and that short sources had told me was that uh, if Brindamore does somehow get turned loose from Carolina, that he's going to Seattle to be with Ron Francis. So, um, you know, the likelihood of Brindamore being the Rangers coach was pretty slim anyway. Um, and, and Brindam and Gallant was obviously the favorite. Uh, he was the first in, in to be interviewed. And, and that was believed because he was going over to the world championships where he won gold with Canada, as we, as everybody knows. And, uh, so that's why he was the first. Uh, but then, you know, Rick Tockett had interviewed twice and I'm sure Drury had gone through, you know, a number of other interviews at least, or at least touched base with a number of other candidates. Um, but, you know, we kept hearing that Gallant was the favorite. And sure enough, um, surprise, surprise, it was today, uh, or, or he hasn't been named yet officially, but um, he has been apparently hired by, by Chris Drury. I, I'm curious, and, and Pierre Lebrun and I often have this discussion about the 
the value of the world championships and, you know, whether, you know, a tournament that takes place without all the world's best players uh, during the NHL playoffs, you know, whether, you know, what kind of weight or how do you value that sort of thing? Do you think the fact that Team Canada started that tournament 0-3 and uh, really were on the rocks early and came back to to win the championship, uh, defeating Finland in the uh, in the championship game. I mean, does that have a bearing on it or, or my, I mean, my gut tells me that Chris Drury, you know, again, he's factoring in maybe Rob Brindamore, all those other things. Maybe it's Rick Tockett, but do you think that the, the outcome of that tournament, um, at the world championships has a bearing on sort of tipping the scales and, and in favor of Gerard Gallant, or do you think this was done or, or that this decision is, uh, is outside of whatever happened at that tournament? I, I would hope that, that that does not bear into the decision because as you said, Scott, you, you know, the world's best players are not there. The world's best teams are, are playing in the Stanley cup playoffs that, you know, I, I would kind of th- hope that that was not a factor in the, in the decision. Uh, you know, maybe it put it, pushed it over the finish line perhaps, but George Golan is getting this on merit and merit being what he did mostly in Vegas. Um, and, you know, I, I'm writing a story now, I'm sitting down writing a story now. And the, the funny part is, you know, when, when David Quinn was hired, um, I had a one-on-one with him shortly after he was hired in, in I guess it was around, uh, June or, or early July of that year. And, um, he was talking about what he wants his team to be. And he wanted his team to be a team that plays hard, a team that's hard to play against. And the example that he gave me was the Vegas Golden Knights who had just gone to the Stanley Cup final under, you know, who else? Gerard Gallant. Uh, That was the kind of team he wanted to be. And the reason he got fired in part or in large part was because the owner and the GM, the new GM, didn't believe that the Rangers were hard enough to play against. Um, So here we are, full circle. Uh, David Quinn replacement is the guy who, uh, he he wanted to emulate, and <laughs> the team that he wanted the, the Rangers to be uh, is Gerard Gallant's last team. So uh, here we are. <laughs> He's the new coach, and yeah. everything goes full circle. It is fascinating, sort of the circular quality to all of this, Rick, because, of course, as you and I are chatting in, in a few hours, uh, Pete DeBoer, the new head coach, or not new, but the current head coach of the Vegas Golden Knights, will be uh, beginning their Final Four series against the Montreal Canadiens. And, and I think that a lot of people around the hockey world were were surprised when um, Kelly McCrimmon, the GM in Vegas, made uh, the move to replace Gerard Gallant, uh, who is you know widely loved by his players and highly respected within the hockey community. Um, but obviously that worked out for uh, the the Golden Knights back in the Final Four again. What do you like about Gerard Gallant and this current New York Rangers club and how they're built? And of course, lots of talent, lots of really young talent um, moving forward, but certainly expectations extremely high for this team. Um, what do you like about the fit for Gerard Gallant for this Ranger team? Well, well, I guess, you know, I guess now the expectation because of what the owner did in May, you know, and, and the buttons that he pushed and the, the heads that he lopped off of people who were, you know, in my opinion, doing a really good job with a rebuild here. Uh, guys who had patience uh, for a process that required patience. 
Um, you know, because of all that, I think the, 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 the tenet of the whole thing has changed and, and it's now, uh, it's not win now, but it's, it's certainly, they've got to be a lot closer to turning the corner suddenly because of, because of what the owner thinks about this team. So, uh, that said, you know, Gallant is a guy who's known as a player's coach. He's known as a guy who can push buttons and, and get a team to play perhaps harder. Uh, then Quinn was able to get the Rangers play to play. Um, I still think they're, you know, they're built to be uh, a kind of a softer team. I don't know that they're, they're certainly not built the way the Vegas Golden Knights were built in Gerard Gallant's first year and in their first year as ex of existence. Um, so, I, you know, I too was surprised that he was fired there. And I, and I honestly don't know yet the, all the reasons for it. And maybe, maybe nobody does, or maybe I'm just ignorant but <laughs> you know i don't know why that didn't work um this team is not that team so you know galant's gonna have his work cut out for him and he's gonna have to prove to a lot of people that that wasn't a fluke that he can get guys to run through walls or at least to to win more battles and to be more combative in within the game and within a season and then hopefully within a playoff series um, because that's what the expectation level is now that the Rangers are going to be taking the next step toward turning the corner. Um, I, they're certainly not ready to be Stanley cup contenders, uh, as currently built. And, and that's going to be in Chris Drury's lap, but, uh, you know, Gallant has shown that he can take a new team, at least, you know, a team that, that was brand new, um, albeit built differently than this team and and get results with it um, and get impressive results with it and he's going to have to do that now and pretty quickly uh, you know the, the the patience thing is is now in the past um as i said because of what happened here with the rangers in may yeah it, it to me it's it's fascinating and i think back to Talking to Patrick Kane after Denny Savard was fired very early, and I believe it was Patrick Kane's second year in the NHL, and how it, it, it was a really an emotional time for a young player. You know, Jonathan Taze and Patrick Kane had played just the one season, had grown very fond of, of Denny Savard, and, and the Blackhawks made that change and brought in Joel Quenville. And of course, you know, the team went on to win three Stanley Cups in six years. And I guess my point is, I wonder for young players and whether it's uh, Alexis Lafreniere who's coming off of his rookie year, Capocaco, who's going into his third year in the NHL. How important is the relationship going to be between uh, Gerard Gallant and, and whatever coaching staff he brings along with him or is, is helped to design with Chris Drury um, with those young players? Uh, Adam Fox, of course, is a Norris Trophy uh, finalist this year. Uh, it's a very young team, and it seems to me that it's going to be critical that Gerard Gallant builds a bond with that young core very quickly. Do you, do you think that's fair, and or how important is that element of uh, of the the dynamic going to be for this Ranger team? Well, well I don't think there's any question, Scott. You know, he's going to have to have a good relationship with those guys that you mentioned for sure. Um, and and uh, I'll add this: that Quinn had good relationships with those guys for sure uh, you know there's no question that Lafreniere and Quinn got along famously well um that the Quinn and Kako had a very good relationship all even though Kako probably wanted more of a role um 
and that Quinn and Fox, you know, worked very, very well. So, you know, as well as Quinn and Lindgren and Quinn and, and any number of the other young guys, um, I think what Gallant is going to have to do in addition to that is, is have a good relationship with Artemi Panarin and a good relationship with Mika Zibanejad and, and a good relationship with whomever Chris Drury acquires to be the next building block uh, on a team that they hope makes the playoffs soon. Um, he's going to have to do that. And, and from my understanding is that's one of his specialties is relationships. Um, it's going to be really, really important um, because, because of the, the new expectation. Uh, and it's going to have to happen very, very quickly. Uh, Quinn did that. Quinn, you know, he had these, he had a lot of these kids in his corner. Not all of them. Um, so I'm sure he hurt Vitaly Kratzov's feelings at the start. I'm sure he, um, I'm sure he was on the outs with Leif Anderson very, very quickly um, because of Anderson's demotion. Um, and, you know, some of those things went south. But uh, I think by and large, he had, he had really good relationships. And, and certainly that's very, very important. But what's more important right now is that Gallant gets the Rangers to play in a, in a different way to, that gets the Rangers to say, Hey, you know, this is a game we need to roll up our sleeves and get pucks deep and win battles, which they didn't do against the Islanders. And which by the way, we're now seeing some of the best teams in the league, not being able to do against the Islanders. Yeah. Um, you know, but, but that was a, that was a, that was a, a stepping point. You know, the, the two games against the Islanders late in the season that basically eliminated the Rangers from the Stanley Cup playoffs um, were not competitive. And the owners saw that. And then all hell broke loose at the top of the organization. Yeah. And it ultimately cost Quinn his job. So so Gallant's going to have to get those relationships, no, no doubt about it. But he's also going to have to get them to play a different game, a game they were incapable of playing a lot of times this year against teams like the Islanders. Wow. It, it already makes me pine for training camp and the start of next season, Rick. So, anyway, uh, you got some golf to play before that. Oh Scotty. yeah, I hope you get a I hope you get a breath or two in between. But <laughs> well, this will help. Yes. Well, anyway, well, thanks for joining our breaking news coverage, and you should go to the Athletics' new headlines section for much more on this story. To get access to all of the Athletics' great sports content, visit theathletic.com slash headline pod, where you can find our latest subscription offer, just $3.99 per month. Rick, good job by you. Take a breath, and we'll see what happens next with the New York Rangers. But thanks for coming to hang out. Always a pleasure, Scotty. Thank you. 